Now Podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Oh, Friday, you sexy beast. TGIF. Good morning, Janelle. Good morning. Good morning to all of our listeners on this beautiful Friday. I don't know. Is everyone just feeling like a whole lot refreshed today? I just feel like <laughs> invigorated. Normal almost, <laughs> like in a way. Oh my gosh. So, who got out yesterday? Uh, I did. Whoop, whoop. Whoop. Yeah, uh, we had to wait until Adam was done work, which unfortunately was close to seven o'clock. So, by the time that rolled around, the byword market was pretty packed. With lineups? Yeah, there, it was, you know, and I wasn't disappointed. I was like just so happy to mm. see it. You know, you walk down there, you see people walking around the streets, they're out in their green, you can hear music coming from the laugh. They had like live musicians there, the patio doors were open onto the streets, and down Clarence Street, there's just like so lively, a huge wraparound line for Heart and Crown. Amazing. So we went to the Senate Tavern, um, and like it was so busy that we couldn't even get a table. We sat at the bar, and I was just like grinning from ear to ear yeah. <laughs> to be there. <laughs> so I I stayed West End, but we went to Darcy McGee's in Canada, and uh, the legendary Gail Gavin was performing from Shawville. And uh, so it was so funny. I was like, we paid cover charge to get in. <laughs> we did. Well, I guess if there's live music. Right? Yeah. So I, I didn't care. I was like, yeah. here's my five bucks. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, I'm actually at a place where I'm paying cover charge wow. again. Wow. Yeah. So we go in, and it was... Incredible. The atmosphere was awesome to see live music again and the step dancing. Yeah. Uh, there was this, uh, an incredible troupe of step dancers there. But what I love so much about St. Patrick's Day, and I'm sure a lot of you feel the same, is that when you look around the bar... There is such a cross-section of people. It's not like, you know, you're going to a club and it's all young people and mm-hmm. you feel at a place mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, I'm looking around the pub yesterday and my son was there and he's five <laughs> and there were kids younger than him. And there was, you know, people my age. There were people my mom's age. There was a lovely lady next to us who was talking to us. And her 90-year-old father was sitting oh, at the table. Yeah. You had, like, the older couples that were up on the dance floor, two-stepping and dancing together. Like, it is fun for all ages. I said to this to Adam last night. I was like, St. Patty's Day has to be the best non-holiday holiday. Yes. You know, like we don't get a day off, but everyone celebrates it. So we went at one o'clock and I'm telling you, it was full and ain't nobody was going back to work. (laughs) Let me just say that these people planned to be there. And it was just, it was just so nice. Like you said, to just have things feel normal again. Everyone was having fun. Everyone was smiling and laughing. And the the best thing was is I could look around and see faces smiling and yeah. laughing and having a great time. And like I, I don't like crowded places. I, I really don't. Mm-hmm. But last night I couldn't have been more excited to be in a crowded place to have to wait to get my food and my beer like yeah. topped up and everything. And I talked to the bartender and I said, you know, like how is this? Like what? Like what does it really feel like? He's like, oh yeah, it's great. And I'm like, but is it hard to get back into the groove of having to wait on this? many people mm-hmm. and he's like no you know like it, it's just it's so good everyone's so amped up to be here he's like we got a new computer system that's a little difficult <laughs> yeah. but like yeah. it's just it must be like riding a bike probably for these you know these for sitters. sure yeah and hopefully people were tipping well because they were mm. running oh yeah <laughs> staff was running and probably happy to be making good money again and to have the crowds back again so a successful saint patty's day Woo-woo. when you think useless Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100.
All right, this is the final day that I'll have to do Stu's useless facts. He will be back on Monday. Uh, but like we said, he delivered them. He left them behind for you guys, and we've just been the messenger. <laughs> so <laughs> Don't shoot the messenger. Don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> uh, just trying to do my best to uh, beef him up a little bit this week. So this is how he wanted to round out the week with your Friday fact. I don't think it's a bad one. It's not bad. I didn't know it. Maybe some of you already do. This is Stu's useless fact of the day, folks. The inventor of the light bulb, Thomas Edison, mm-hmm. was afraid of the dark. He revealed his fear of the dark, uh, which was obviously a gigantic motivator <laughs> in creating <laughs> more ways to have light. But when he passed away, he died with all the lights on in his house burning. He was oh. afraid of the dark. Oh, so like once he invented the light bulb, he like never he turned, never them, turned off. them off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he probably had a crazy bell. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a bad fact. Uh, it may be something that's widely known by other people who know things about history. <laughs> <laughs> not us. Not us. Um, All right. What are you going to give his fact today? I think I'll give that uh, a seven. A seven. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of it's, on that same line of thought. kind of like a, mm-hmm. yeah. So. Me, me, me. so text in your scores to 10 on a scale of one to 10. What you thought of the stuntman's fact today. Yes. Again, reminder. Messenger. But he does log in and check the scores. It likes to see how he performs. So we'll see what we get and from we'll the people. And we'll be sure to let him know on like Monday how terrible he did this past week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Just just in case he missed a day. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Gotta let him know. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, it looks like we have a slow system here. <laughs> Or nobody wants to rate or, his fact. Or nobody wants to rate his fact because it was that bad. Okay. We have a delay. All right, Bosch Traveler says that was an enlightening fact. He will give that one an eight for you today, Stu. Not a bad fact compared to the rest of them this week. No, no, no. We don't compare to the terribleness <laughs> yeah. that was and then rate him now. On a curve. Um, yeah. a Connie the Wound Care Nurse says, I'll give him a seven this morning. Mm, Crazy Carm thinks he redeemed himself just a little from some of the other ones. I at. think people are being too generous with these scores. Can, eight, I yeah. think they're like, wow, this is so much better than it was all week long. <laughs> and now they're just tricked into giving him higher scores than mm-hmm. he actually deserves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll be sure to let him know. Don't worry. We'll tell him to do better. (laughs) The latest in all things viral, pop culture, and news. Here's what's trending on Move 100. So Arnold Schwarzenegger took to social media yesterday with an impassioned plea to the Russian people to watch this 10-minute video that he posted. And he put it out on a lot of channels, was you know pleading with people to share because he's trying to get through to as many of them as possible. We're talking about citizens, we're talking about Putin, and we're talking about soldiers. Because uh, obviously a lot of the information that they are given and being told is limited. They have no independent news sources there. It's all government run and it's complete propaganda. Yeah, he's trying to get through with some truth. And, you know, he talks about his, his, you know, time there. He spent a lot of time there, filmed a lot of movies there. He loves Russia, um, you know, the Russian people. His father fought Russia in the Second World War. So they always had this kind of push-pull battle about it. But he said, you know, your lives, your limbs, your future, all being sacrificed for a senseless war. So this is some of the stuff he was trying to get through to them yesterday because of its brutality russia is now isolated from the society of nations you're also not being told the truth about the consequences of this war on russia itself i regret to tell you that thousands of russian soldiers that have been killed massive amounts of russian equipment have been destroyed or abandoned 
the destruction that Russian bombs are raining down upon innocent civilians has so outraged the world that the strongest global economic sanctions ever taken have been imposed on your country. He explained that a lot of the soldiers were told that they had to go in and fight Nazis, that that was why this war was necessary. Oh he said they were told so many different things. He said, this is not the war to defend Russia, and this is not your grandfather's or your great-grandfather's war that they fought. He said this is an illegal war. So he's trying to get as many people to share it as possible, trying to break through uh, with that message. So obviously in all of this, uh, there is no denying the popularity surge for Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky, uh, the way he's handled himself his refusal to give up fighting, protecting his people. People are just fascinated with his background. I know, yeah. <laughs> his Jewish roots, you know, this dad of little kids. He was an actor. He was the voice of Paddington Bear, you know. And so Netflix has now announced that they're bringing back the satirical political series that he was an actor on, Servant of the People. And uh, it's ironic because he plays a teacher who unexpectedly becomes president <laughs> after <What? laughs> a video of him complaining about corruption goes viral. So they're oh like, let's gosh. make him president. So they brought that back. But uh, I mean, you never want to see someone rise to such popularity under such circumstances. Mm -hmm. But uh, at least he's been a respectable person that, you know, people uh, have. A pe uh, like a person that the Ukrainians can actually look up to and right. like and are at least happy is leading their country exactly through this and that's what's trending stuntman stew angie and janelle ottawa's move 100 well as we come to an end to merge break you know lots of people will be returning back to canada with their beautiful sunburns and hopefully <laughs> they will have a great story which made them resort famous yeah, you know, you're all together, spending a full week together. You kind of get to know the cast of characters at your resort after a week. You do, and there's certain people that will stand out. Maybe it was just one incident in particular, or maybe uh, you did something that made you resort famous. And I mean, if you don't have a good story to sell, like, did you actually go on vacation? Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, like, the stories are, you know, half the fun. And I have to admit that I have been that girl at the resort and it was when we went down with uh, a group of friends for a wedding. So when you you know you do this, you don't know half the people that you're going down with. Mm -hmm. My boyfriend at the time was standing up in the wedding, and we were good friends with like you know maybe five to ten people that were there. But there was a group of thirty to forty of us. And I unfortunately became that girl who was so drunk at the wedding that she danced her way and fell off the stage. You did not. Oh, no. You're a stage fall girl. Like, yeah, I was the girl who fell off the stage at the wedding because they had this like platform on the beach where oh. the dance was happening. <laughs> at and least the sand broke your fall. <laughs> there was actual photo evidence of me like mid-fall. Oh, no. Off of the stage. And oh I'm like falling backwards trying to catch myself and uh, just clearly having a good time. I don't know if I saved the drink or not, but who cares? It yeah. was on all inclusive. <laughs> the next day as you're walking by, people are like, I wonder how she's feeling yeah, today. Yeah, that's that girl who <laughs> fell off the stage last night. <laughs> yeah, I mean. You're I that mean, girl. Yeah, there might be more stories because, I mean, I've been to a handful of resorts, mm -hmm. but that one stands out to me that, yeah, I was that girl. One that stands out to me where we were known as the people is I went with like a few 
few couples. We went to Jamaica, and I've told this story before. It was my one experience in Jamaica, and we just happened to get a bum week, and they had the most rain that they've ever had in 17 years all in one week. (laughs) So it was, like, not the kind of, like, misty rain that, you know, you can get through on a vacation. It was, like, torrential, hurt-your-face rain. But we were known by the resort um, employees as the Cuckoo Canadians (laughs) because regardless of how hard it was pelting rain, we were out there sitting in our lawn chairs. We were out there sitting in the hot tub, out at the swim-up bar, and they had to continue working just for us because we refused to believe that it was raining and just acted like it was still sunny. Like it, the, the resort was a ghost town, and it you was. guys were the only ones out there. Everyone else like found other things inside to do, and we were the. They're like, "Oh, the Cuckoo Canadians are back again." <laughs> so we were kind of resort famous for like, "Ain't going down. <laughs> we ain't going down." That's amazing. So how are you or someone you know? Maybe your partner. Uh, resort famous somewhere you went Lisa says to us she uh, messaged this on uh, social media well everyone would clap when I entered the buffet because I can eat (laughs) imagine girl got a standing ovation walking into the (laughs) here she comes wow everybody watch this (laughs) I love it how were you resort famous texted into 10-0-30 so uh, Luba messaged us uh, she texted in at 10-0-30 and she said everybody always asked where are you going to be eating when she walked into the buffet? So here's what happened and why they asked her that. Uh, All-inclusive, her her youngest son is hungry. They're out playing on the beach for the day. She runs into the buffet. She made the mistake of bringing fries to the beach. Oh, no. So she said, before they even got to the lounge chairs, there's seagulls, like, swarming them. They're swooping in. They're squawking. There's so many birds. It actually gets dark. I'm terrified. I grab my son's screaming i run into the water like ah! <laughs> and i left my husband there with all the birds pecking at him oh my the god fries, the beach tower towels are covered in ketchup she says it looks like a murder scene oh my god <laughs> her husband's yelling like come here get these fries away from me and she said it was definitely a big scene so from that day on Every time she was in the buffet, people would be like, uh, where are you eating? Because yeah, I ain't coming near you. We don't want to be swarmed <laughs> by birds. Oh, <laughs> She's a crowning lady. <laughs> uh, Haley said that when she and her husband went to the Dominican, uh, the workers there were calling her husband El Blanco all week because he is so white. <laughs> She's like, he's a pasty shade of white. El Blanco. The guy who's like reapplying the 60 SPF like every half hour. Neon. (laughs) Melissa was doomed from day one. She went to Mexico, had a beer on the bus on the way to the resort as one does. They get to the resort. They're handed a drink in the lobby. She says that the slip, the stairs, a little slippery. She ended up doing the splits. <gasps> she like saves the drink, makes a fool of herself. She's laughing so hard. She can't get up. She pees a little bit. Oh. And everyone's like, oh yeah, she's the drunk blonde who can't handle her alcohol. Oh my God. <laughs> she's split girl. On day <laughs> one. Day one. <laughs> that follows you all week long. And then Debbie, oh poor Debbie, said their room caught on fire. Oh. The hairspray exploded, melted everything plastic in its path, and then from then on, the rest of the week, they were, quote, the fire people of the resort. (laughs) Go out with a bang, Debbie. (laughs) The latest in all things viral, pop culture, and news. Here's what's trending on Move 100. 
Earlier this week, the legendary Dolly Parton dropped out of the potential induction into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She said she didn't feel worthy of it and feared splitting the votes for other artists she felt deserved uh, to be in there ahead of her. Despite that decision for her to bow out, the Rock Hall officials were like, no, she's going to (laughs) stay. She's going to stay on the ballot. So they said that they're in awe of her brilliant talent. They're proud to have nominated her and they're keeping her on the ballot regardless of her thoughts on it. I feel like that's disrespectful. She asked you no. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, no, no, you deserve to be there, so you're staying. But she's currently in fourth place, and you have to be in the top five with fan votes to comprise the fan ballot. And then that's tallied into all the other ballots from Mm. uh, the Hall of Fame, and then the inductees are announced in May. But uh, So she'll probably still get in there, but... She okay. tried. She tried about it gracefully. <laughs> they keep sucking her back in. So uh, Pete Davidson, it appears, will not be going to space next week. Oh, did Kim say he couldn't go? <laughs> yeah, his girlfriend told him no. <laughs> uh, we don't really know why he bowed out. I mean, maybe fear is a factor because uh, the latest mission that was scheduled for next week on March 23rd was postponed by Jeff Bezos until March 29th. They said that they wanted to do, quote, more testing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm dipping. Yeah, no, thank you. (laughs) So he uh, has now said that they've changed the date. He is no longer able to join. It could just be that he has a project conflict. Like, who knows? He's working on a bunch of things right now, but uh, he will not be going into space for free. (laughs) (laughs) I think he was the only one that was going for free. I had heard that. And like, I mean, the guy's got all the money and then he was going up with some regular Joe Blows and they have to pay. But yeah, but he gets a free ride. ride? Yeah, but think of all the publicity he'll bring, you know. Know, and then right. the Sir Kardashian factor and all of that. Because Kim would probably retweet him, you know. Oh, so. yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> that's worth a couple mil. And that's what's trending. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. Okay, this has been an awesome week this week for Kids Edition Word Wars in honor of March break. We have our final kiddos on the line today looking to win some prizing. Who's going to play today? Kira and Emma Jean. Now, Kira called in first, so we'll let her pick her categories. Okay. Good morning, Kira. Good morning. Morning. Has it been a good week? Yeah. Awesome. Well, we're going to round it off today on Friday with Word Wars. We're going to see what we can pull off. We'll tell you what the categories are, and you pick, okay? Okay. All right. So, uh, thank you to Lucretia Supaneka, who sent in these specific kids' Word Wars for Uh, us. She's awesome. Uh, We have foods or snacks. Ooh. Um, fruit. Types of foods, okay? All right, here we go. This is a pasta with meatballs. Spaghetti. Yes. And what's the thing I just said? Spaghetti and? Meatballs. Good. Uh, A ham and cheese what? Sandwich. Yes. These are little green trees. It's a vegetable. Um, like the, it's almost like people don't like it really. Okay, let's skip it. Uh, these are red. It's a fruit. You pick it off the tree. Apple. Yeah, this is a fruit that you peel. Banana. No, the other one. It's a big round, a color. Okay, skip it. A pepperoni. Ooh, pizza. I was looking for orange. You peel an orange. And we were trying to do broccoli. Broccoli. Yeah, those little Mm. green tree vegetables. (laughs) Kira, you did awesome, though. Yeah, you got four right. Super. All right, hang Hang on the the line. line. And we'll go to Emma Jean. Good morning. Good morning. How was March break this week for you? Good. Yeah? Good. That's awesome to hear. So this is pretty fun. You're going to end it off with uh, Word Wars. Hopefully a win. You have to beat four to steal a win, okay? Okay. Your category is snacks. Types of snacks. Okay. 
Here we go. These come in a box. They're little shriveled up grapes. Raisins. Yes. Uh, chocolate chip what? Cookies. Yes. Uh, and uh, these are like Doritos or types of? Chips. Yes. Mozzarella, cheddar, Swiss? Cheese. Yes. Uh, goldfish are little types of what? Crackers. Yes. Uh, a dill what? Dill pickle. Yeah, good. Uh, Mars and Hershey, those are type of what bars? Taxi bars. Yeah. What? Oh, my goodness. Perfect. Yeah. job today all right tell her what she's won well congratulations you're off to the movies we've got a pair of passes and treats for two to landmark cinema so you can check out all the show times at uh, landmarkcinema.com thank you thank you congrats have a great weekend belt it for bieber let's do it win your way in with Move. Okay, it is time for our final morning show edition of Belt It for Bieber. Two weeks later, and it all comes down to this one pair of tickets for us. Yes, it does. And we're hoping that we've got a great singer on the line. We have uh, Trina on the line. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Are you the Bieber fan? Who's the Bieber fan, Shavu? I honestly am very much, uh, but also my daughter and my son, too, if possible. But um, if it's the two of us, then it'll be my daughter and I. Sweet. Okay. Well, this would be big points, big mama points here. So what do you want to sing for us this morning? What Bieber song do you do you like? Uh-oh. Hello? Oh, oh, Trina, are you there? Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Okay. <laughs> oh, gosh. I just, like, my heart just dropped. We lost you. I know. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm on my cell phone. Just pulled into work, and I'm like... This is oh, crazy. So, okay. <laughs> You're breaking up just a little bit there. All right. Sorry. Okay. All right. So we're going to get you to sing for us now, okay? Okay. All ready? right. In three, two, one, go. Baby, baby, baby. Oh, like baby, baby, baby. Oh, like baby, baby, baby. Oh, thought you'd always be mine. Woo! Congratulations, Trina. You oh are off God. to Belted for Beaver or to Beaver's Thank concert. So <laughs> oh my gosh. My husband, Bitterman, out there would say I cannot carry a tune if it had handles. But thank you guys so, so much. I'm so excited. Well, you carried it enough to pick up some tickets. So there you go. You can rub that in his face. <laughs> it's not easy. <laughs> Have a great time of the show coming up March 27th. Thank you so much. The latest in all things viral, pop culture, and news. Here's what's trending on Move 100. So it's time for our weekly chat with our friends from Your Morning on CTV. And today, we get to chat with one of our Ottawa friends, Matt Scooby, (laughs) who has been moonlighting in Toronto all week. Hey, Scooby. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Morning. Yeah, it's been a blast so far this week, uh, and I'm hopefully you two are getting a break from uh, from our good friends, Stuntman Stu. It's been uh, lovely and, and, and enjoying that. It must be lovely. <laughs> now, did you two have a good St. Patrick's Day yesterday? Because it looked like in the morning there was a endless little on social media. I saw that. I saw that video. Was it good? Yeah, we Was had a little good? a little pregame yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Like, and thank you to you, the weather guy. You gave us great, uh, you know, pot of gold weather yesterday to be on some patios it was a great day for ottawa Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, I do what I can. Now, I want to chat because I we, we had this debate and it raged. It's been raging for a couple of weeks about are there more wheels or doors in the world? We actually tried to throw windows in there at some point or some have tried to do that. But I'm like, <laughs> let's focus on wheels and doors, because for me, for me, hands down, wheels is the winner for, for this. And I'm curious your thoughts on this conversation and highly debated topic, especially on social media the last couple of weeks. Okay, so Janelle had to explain this to me (laughs) because apparently I've been under a rock somewhere. I had no idea about this ongoing debate, but apparently Janelle and her boyfriend have been debating this for weeks now. Yeah. That's what it is, exactly. Yeah, and I I mean, his buddies started it a couple of weeks ago and we've had many conversations. (laughs) And I got to tell you, Scooby, I think I also am on your side because... Yeah, sure, cars have doors and buildings have doors. But, like, currently I'm sitting on an office chair. You know how many wheels are on this thing? Right. That's a big Mm. one that people, I think, don't realize, right? And there's not just one wheel. Usually there's at least two wheels in each little spot. Yeah. Think about the number of office buildings that have them. Mm -hmm. For me, there's a few. So I think about tractor trailers, which is another big one. Transport trucks. Right? Three doors if you include the one on the back. But then, you know, usually we call them 18-wheelers. Yep. So, so the ratio there for me is off the number of bicycles, because mostly cars, if it's a four-door car, it's canceling out, yep. right? Four doors, four wheels. Um, so bicycles, scooters, wheelchairs, strollers. How about kids' strollers? The number of those in the world. Right. Wagons, wagons. Wagons is another one. <laughs> the kicker for me, do you know the biggest tire slash wheel producer in the world? Yeah. No. It's Lego. Lego makes <gasps> 400 million wheels a year I and and there's been lots of different debate about what's a wheel what's a door and, and i get it and like you know <laughs> cupboard doors in the kitchen but you tell me something that can equal 400 million wheels that lego produces every year and i will you know i'll come back to you and i might consider switching sides but until i hear a rebuttal to that that's like that's for me is like whew, yeah it's wheels far mm-hmm. away well think of all the mice in all the houses that have the little doors and they go into our walls <laughs> <laughs> No, but we also have two birthday jackpot wheels in here. Yeah. I'm looking around the room right now. Clearly. And and you actually start to add it up. And again, I get the apartment and condo buildings. And like you think about places like China where the skyscrapers are everywhere. Yeah. There's so many doors. But think about think about, uh, you know, sliding doors that need wheels in order to open. Think about drawers. Maybe even if it's a door or not, needs wheels to open. True. So yeah. I still think the ratios for me are like, are, are it's wheels, for, like hands down. Can I ask a stupid question? Like, no. who started this? <laughs> like, and so why? Actually, why? I know. So it started in New Zealand. It was actually a guy in the same, same conference, like just a guy and his buddies who were just around and they were shooting the breeze and they had this conversation among themselves. And this just random guy in New Zealand had 1,500 like so just like a thousand five hundred twitter followers he put a poll up about this he ended up getting a quarter of a million votes on it wow. he had to turn off his notifications <laughs> it, it like it spread to like to clearly to north america and it went global went viral like the ultimate the ultimate example of going viral when you have 1500 followers and it goes to that many people yeah. where everyone's talking about it and the best part too i think like last week so a week ago today uh, and I was talking to, to Graham when I was still in Ottawa about this. And he was, Graham got so frustrated uh, that there wasn't an answer. Like, he <laughs> this kind of stuff, and yeah. there's no answer for it right now. Like, he, that, he was really frustrated about that. But I'm like, I like the debate, and it, it still uh, continues to rage on. And in the actual poll, the original poll that was put up, it was something like 53% said wheels and 47% said doors. Very divided. Yeah. D- does this indicate that the world has hit peak boredom or what? 
Um, I think another example of the pandemic and things that we need to latch on to. I know we're coming hopefully into the end of the end of it right now. But like as was making bread early on and we yeah. went through all of our trends and Wordle now too that's been, you know, all the rage to. I think we're at that point where people yeah, need some of these things still to be latching on to and to expending energy on. All right. The three of us are team wheels. Come at us, bro. Yeah, what's up? What's up? Come at me on social media. Thanks, man. Thanks. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Well, the Children's Hospital in Montreal is gearing up to welcome and start treating young cancer patients from Ukraine. The foundation is appealing to Montrealers for donations, saying these young Ukrainian cancer patients will be arriving in Montreal soon and will be needing life-saving treatment. Uh, As we know, they have been fleeing for their lives while fighting continues in Ukraine, and they require crucial treatment that has been interrupted by the brutal invasion. I can't even imagine as a parent your child going through cancer and then having to thrust them during treatment into another country to try to save their lives. It's just unbelievable. Um, So these children and their families will be arriving in Montreal with literally nothing but the clothes on their backs. And they say uh, they're going to need to be supported. They are traumatized uh, and they need to focus on what's most important, which is helping their child get well. So any donations are, of course, going to help pay for accommodations and travel to and from the hospital, meals, medications, and psychological support and translation services for these families. So what is incredible is that once again, uh, NHL star P.K. Subban, who is always very giving uh, with so many charities, has announced that, he, uh, announced that he will match donations to the Montreal Children's Hospital supporting children with cancer who are arriving. So any donations that come in, he is going to match. That is incredible. Mm-hmm. Way to go once again. You know, and, and we saw, you know, even the fundraiser that uh, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher started has met its $30 million goal. So yeah, it's just nice to see these celebrities using their money and paying it forward and matching donations and trying to help. And kind of know? putting their mouth with like, you know, yeah. money where their mouth is. Exactly.